Hey, I'm Veronica. Hey, I'm Casey, and we are so excited that you are here with us on the Thriving Mompreneurs podcast. Yes, motherhood comes with so many different stages, and each stage looks a little different than the one before. Here, you will find perspectives, tools, and advice on a mama in the toddler stages and in the teenage stages and anything in between. So if you can relate to either of those, you are in for a treat. Are you a professional multitasker? Well, turns out it is possible and we are experts at juggling all the things. Do you find yourself waiting for this mom and business thing to get better? Are you ready to start feeling excited for every day? What would you be able to do if you were energized and present in your home and in your business? We have been there too. Mom guilt, the mental load, exhaustion, you name it, we've been there. And the truth is, being a mompreneur is hard work. And that's okay. It wasn't until we started working on ourselves from the inside out that we started to see major shifts in our lives. You can thrive in every stage of motherhood and business, and we are going to do it together. Each week on this podcast, you will learn how to turn your mind and body into your greatest asset. You will feel seen and heard, getting to know other hardworking mompreneurs, and you will get tangible tools on how to implement changes immediately to create harmony in your mind, body, business, and home. Let's dive in. One of the biggest questions I hear as a mom with kids, multiple careers, a marriage, and a house to keep up with is how do you get it all done? And the truth is, for a long time, I was flying by the seat of my pants. And as it turns out, that's not a sustainable way to live. Knowing that I wanted to show up in my career, in my home, and for my family as best that I could, I knew I needed a solution. And managing my time was going to have to be top priority. In this episode, Casey and I are going to share some calendar tips and tricks that we both have learned in different seasons of motherhood, business, and, well, life itself. So first up, though, um, we want to welcome you to join us over in our growing private community, The Thriving Mompreneurs, where you can stay connected with Veronica and I. um, But we also want you to connect with more business and family-minded women. So hop on over to the link in the show notes to join us and check out the resources that we have for you there. And don't forget to invite your business bestie. Yes. So we are going to break down the ins and outs of planning your calendar and scheduling without actually having to schedule out every second of your day. Um, Because oftentimes I have noticed a lot of moms are, we start with no calendar and then we try to schedule out every second. Um, And so if the sound of scheduling your day gives you PTSD, we have been there too. Um, And there's a better way. (laughs) Yeah. I definitely fell into that trap. But like, as we're starting, I went from I don't know how to do all of these things to, I'm sure if I schedule from 8.05 to 8.09 and for this thing and whatever, and I tried that and I just wanted to cry. Um, yeah. I super liked organizing like organizing all hour. my things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like organizing all my things. And then I realized very quickly that I can't actually execute things in that manner. My brain just does not work that way. Putting it on paper, my brain loves it, but the right. doing of things in that way is like no-go. Right. Yep. That's like the cruel, the cruel harsh joke, right? Because it's like, this looks amazing. Like the colors yeah. and the time <laughs> and it like logically sounds great. And then you're like, I, at least for me, like I have a toddler and also I don't really want to eat at 1.15 p.m. Like I'm not hungry right now. <laughs> like there's so many factors that that take place instead. Yeah, definitely. And, and so 
I think the idea is just that scheduling is the thing that's going to take you where you want to go, but it doesn't have to look one way or another. There's lots and lots of different strategies and tips and tricks to take you where you need to be, depending on how you work and what your family's got going on and what season you're in. We talk about that a lot here. And, um, you know, I've pivoted multiple times over years um, on what what I've landed at at this point. But at the underneath all of it is you have to have a schedule. You have to, if you're going to win the day, the week, the year, the schedule is going to be the thing that's going to take you there. And, you know, avoiding it doesn't make it better, which can be hard, right? right? It can be hard. Right. Yeah. And I think that is the, the, the biggest point is like scheduling to win. And instead of I've, I guess in the time management world, because I'm recently diving into this as like a support person for moms. And they asked me like, oh, what strategy do you use? And I'm like, I don't really like I have a strategy, but it's not like the TikTok strategy that everyone's seen. Right. Like there's so many different like names and there's yeah. different ones that people use. And it's great if it works for you. But for me, I just schedule my day so that I know what a win looks like. And if that means I don't get to every single category of my life, at least I know I'm winning in one area or two, if that's, you know, like the two main focuses of the day. Um, and so that's the biggest point, in my opinion, is just like making sure you're setting yourself up for some sort of win at the end of the day. Well, yeah, because the win is what's then going to propel you to do it again tomorrow and to do it again the day after that. And I think for me, I lean pretty heavily into um Google Calendar and block scheduling as a general statement. Um, Google Calendar for me works really well. I was a paper calendar person. I'm a compulsive list maker. So paper planners are like drugs to me. I love a new calendar. I love a new paper thing to put words on. Um, But it got to the point where as I had a family and as we had things, you know, my daughter was quite sick when she was younger and it was, yeah, doctor's appointments everywhere and uh, different people had to be different places. And my husband had no clue what was going on ever because it was in my purse. You know what I mean? Um, so we had to shift over to Google Calendar where everything is digital, everything is live. Um, I do have a video where I explain how I schedule in Google Calendar with block scheduling and so on. Um, and I can share that in the um, in the community. So I'll, I'll drop that in there if I haven't already. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it allowed for when he is at an appointment for him to see a live version of the calendar in his phone and make the appointment right now because you Y'all know when you leave the doctor, you you are not calling back there to make that appointment. It's you might as well just forget the whole thing because you're not gonna. I mean, maybe that's just me. I'm like, I cannot leave the dentist office without having another appointment, or I will never get my teeth cleaned again. You yeah. know? <laughs> so that's re- that's really like what I go back to over and over. I've adapted it slightly over the years for different things that work for us. And now um, you know, we have a 15-year-old who I've finally gotten on her own Google calendar that syncs up with ours so that when she has a club, it shows up in there. When she had volunteer opportunities happening for a period of time, that showed up in there. Um, it, so it's just been very helpful. Um, she doesn't necessarily see all of our things. So you can set it up so that you can filter things on and off and make it right. as complex or not as you want. Um, but it, things have different colors. They have time blocks. Like it, it makes it so my head gets it. But not everybody works that way. Well, and... Hopefully more people, at least in our realm, do because I also have a Google Calendar and I didn't realize that I made that transition when I got pregnant um, for similar reasons of like, 
letting my husband know when we were having appointments and like all that stuff. And so um, it really is a nice way to communicate with your whole family without having to have that conversation. And then that takes a task off your to-do list of like checking in with everybody. Because even to this day, my husband's like, what are we doing on two? Never mind. I'll look at the Google calendar. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no I it. It, yeah. And it took it took my husband a while. Like he was not into it. He's not a digital person per se. So it took me taking that on and me really setting everything up, me having to sign him up for it and me having to log him <laughs> in on his phone. I mean, it was like a whole thing, y'all. <laughs> but now he kind of like he adds things here and there and he kind of at a minimum, he can see it all and he knows when to show up places. And even this week, um, the, actually this morning we, I had a, um, doctor's appointment for my daughter and I had a conflicting appointment and I was leaving you guys, I had a massage scheduled for this morning and I covet them. They're very hard to get these particular appointments. And I was leaving it there and not canceling it because I was so sad that I was going to have to cancel it. And I was just like, well, just in case everything else falls apart, I'll, I'll still have this appointment. <laughs> But the point I bring that up is he came to me and he said, do you need me to take her to this appointment? Because I see that you have something scheduled. And I'm not really sure. That doesn't happen very often. I was like, whoa, you're actually looking at the calendar. This is amazing. I love it. And But that's why. That's why I do it. Because it showed the conflict and it was brought to the attention of everyone in the party. You know what I mean? And we could say, hey, how are we going to solve this problem? So um, that's really, I think, the biggest win for digital calendars as a general statement i just happen to like google calendar because it live updates like somebody can be typing in it and you actually see it when you're in it right yeah yeah and also my feature i keep the notifications on there for like really big things yeah and so when i get the when i'm like because you know we all get into that flow mode sometimes when we're like sitting down to do something and then your your phone will ding and it's like okay you have this in 30 minutes and so it just kind of gives your brain an opportunity to like wind down and get ready for the next thing um i when i started out with google calendar i i use like i don't know if you've ever heard of the like rock analogy for like workload. oh yes yeah Yeah. so that's actually how and that's actually the strategy quote-unquote strategy that i teach for time management is like you want when you first start when you're like new to this whole calendar building thing you want to start with what we call the big rocks so let's say you have this jar and you're sticking rocks in here you want to make sure that you, at the very least, have your big rocks down. That's like, if you have a nine to five outside of the home, that's going to go in there. So everyone knows when you're at work and, and stuff. If you have, you know, like, I sometimes put meals in there, right? Because not always we don't always eat when we're supposed to eat yeah. things like that. And so you have your big rocks and then you have the little rocks that kind of fit into different spaces. So that might be, you know, like business trainings. And um, if you have like a online business and you want to work that like that's going to fit in the pockets and then you have your sand which is like the massages and like that kind of thing Um, and so as you're getting started you start with those big rocks and so honestly i'm in the season of starting with big rocks again because we just moved i just started a new job we're like back to the like the drawing board essentially yeah and google calendar really is a really great way to not only get everyone on board but also get yourself on like a good pace of like getting ready or just like knowing what your day looks like and then trying to stick to that as much as possible. Yeah. I actually, um, took, uh, like a seminar, um, from somebody who teaches that strategy as well. Um, that's like the basis for the way that he runs his whole business, um, and plans out his quarters and his year and everything based on, on that strategy. I love that strategy. I sometimes forget about it, but that's the way that my brain naturally works anyway. Um, so that it's, 
I'm sort of naturally doing it, I suppose. Um, you know, and I think just like thinking about winning and getting everything on paper and all of that, the only other thing I wanted to make sure that we kind of talked a little bit about was something that I spoke about in a previous episode um, around making sure to schedule in blank spaces um, mm-hmm. because this episode is a perfect example. We scheduled this episode to record earlier this week at 7 a.m. My children leave for the bus at 6.50. I'm like, cool. I can meet you on Zoom at 7. We'll like bang out this recording. We already knew what we wanted to talk about. And then my kids missed the bus. <laughs> and I was like, oh, see, so that canceled the whole thing. Everything went up in smoke. I was like, well, um, dude, I had to drive them to school. But that's the reason that I tend to leave blank spaces um, is so that when things get upended for different reasons. Somebody misses the bus, somebody's sick at school, um, you know, you get stuck in traffic going to and fro. You have a little wiggle room so that you're not so stressed out. Your cortisol is not going to go through the roof, um, you know, while you're trying to get it all done when you have a gap where you can shift things right or left, um, if that makes sense. So keeping those gaps can help your mindset to remain flexible and help you be able to maneuver around um, roadblocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I love the, cause there's, I don't actually schedule in my like empty spaces anymore. I used to when I was in school and I needed to account for every second of my day. <laughs> but yeah. um, I think either, either taking on that beautiful, like physical standpoint, or I am in this, I guess what I like to describe it as like having an experimentation mindset on it, almost like a scientist with their day yeah. and getting like curious about what flow works best for the family and understanding that like at the end of the day, a scientist isn't going to be mad because his theory was incorrect. Hopefully yeah. not. Like it was a theory in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so like thinking of your entire schedule as like a theory in theory, this is how I want my day to go. And if it doesn't go this way, I can also roll, like roll the punches because that's just kind of needed of me. And so I don't know whether you are a listener who's like, I need like physically need to see this gap in my schedule. That's great. And there's also like just making sure you have that mindset of just like, this is all experiment and I'm setting myself up for the best possible outcome. Will I get that outcome? Maybe, maybe not. But at least I did the work and the intention to like start on the right direction. Yeah, I think that's a really important um distinction because I I really love that idea of it being an experiment because that is a way that I I look at my day in that way, but I hadn't really put it in that frame of reference, if that makes sense. Um, So hopefully the listeners are kind of taking from this episode, actually, that's kind of the goal here isn't to tell you exactly how to schedule your day. The goal here is to give you some ideas to pick from a bag of tricks and you can try one or two this week, they work or they don't. And then you pivot based on what is going on for you. Like we said in this, in the way that your brain works, the way that your family's brains work, the way that your, you know, life happens to be happening right now in this season, all of those things um, can be really helpful. So I think I actually like the idea of just putting the word experiment to it because I think words are really important. And so giving yourself, it almost like gives you that permission to try something Mm -hmm. when it doesn't feel like you can never change it again you know what I mean it's and I think giving yourself permission to do new things without fear of failure or rejection I think is a life skill that probably we all could 
use just use some support around (laughs) you know what I mean yeah I mean see I mean and it's so cool because I'm just like now realizing that all of these topics apply to like all your life and like motherhood (laughs) yeah and business and marriage like if you think about it it really is important to have I mean if you go back to the rock theory or if you go back to like scheduling blank spaces like getting everyone on board and like the communication so I think once you the the cool thing about getting your calendar in line is that once you get that figured out uh like you can apply the same strategy over and over and over until your whole life just feels like this big flow of just like you know in and out and what it needs to be and the one thing I did want to talk about is because I have a lot of people who are like I'm stressed at the thought of even like I have so much going on that I can't even have a schedule so Casey yeah. I would love to know what your what you would say to that listener who's like, that sounds great in theory, but like, I'm not, I'm too stressed to even like start. Yeah, I think so. So I'm like the opposite. I'm like, so many things are happening. I must write them all down. It makes me <laughs> feel like, makes my brain like it soothes my brain to like write them all down. But I get it. That's not everybody's like that. Some people are like, oh my God, there's so many things on this list. I can't even start. That's me. That's yeah. Me. <laughs> um. And I can I can get like that. I write them all on the list and then the list is overwhelming and now I don't know mm-hmm. what to do. Um, so I get all of that. I would say the the best thing is getting over the inertia of beginning. And it doesn't matter which thing you choose. Some people will say, do the biggest things first and then you have this huge win and it propels all this other action. And other people say, do something small and you can cross it off and you get that dopamine hit and it feels amazing. Both of those are fine. Both of those are right. It's all good. You're still tackling your list. So I would say think less about it and just look at what's going to make you happiest in this moment. There's no wrong answer. Pick one thing and just tick it off your list and begin. And if you're thinking about Google Calendar makes you like insane and you can't even imagine it, maybe just start one or whatever, you know, whatever calendar you choose, get it started and put one thing a day on it. It's not about getting your whole life. Just pick one thing, just start to tackle it. See how it feels to just get in the groove of looking at it regularly and all of that. And so that's what I would say is just break it down and and pick some chunk to just take off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was how really, about, I kind of put you on the spot with that question. So that was really, <laughs> really great answer. <laughs> I, lo- I love being on the spot. You can put me on the spot anytime. What would love- you say? What would you say? About, like, if you get overwhelmed, like, what do you do? Yeah, so I, it depends on the season I'm in that I, I'm realizing now that I'm just like thinking about it. But there's two things that I would say. And if you are in a season of just like projects, like really big projects, I don't know, even like laundry and and things like that. Um is either setting a timer or just doing it in like a small amount of time. And so, for example, this, I had like a epiphany this summer because my mother-in-law came and helped us uh, this summer while I was like trying to graduate and get like crossing T's and on. There's just so much extra stuff that I needed that the school is requiring for me. And I also had a one-year-old. And so she came down to help us. And I'll never forget, I had wore a pair, like I had wore clothes that morning and then I changed and then they were clean and put like folded and put away that night because my oh. mother-in-law just like constantly did laundry. And at the time I was like, that's kind of crazy. Like you're always doing laundry. Yep. But I realized that because she was always doing laundry, it takes took her like three minutes a day 
to do. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting, like that strategy too. Like I, somewhere along the way in all of my journeys of learning about ways to organize myself, um, because it's just something I am interested in, that's a system that somebody taught and I cannot remember Mm -hmm. where I heard it, but they're like one load a day. If you just do one load of laundry, start to finish every single day, you'll never be behind, you know, whatever. I tried that. It did not work for me. That being said... (laughs) That being said, it's not a bad strategy, right? I mean, it works for it works for some people. For me, yeah. it was like too stressful to be like, well, this is only like a little tiny bit of whites. Like, why am I even doing those? And this is, you know, whatever. <laughs> I get in my head and I'm like, this doesn't work. I prefer to just like spend a whole day on and off doing it when I'm, you know, a couple of days yeah. a week or whatever. But okay. again, that's kind of the point, right? Is like, these are strategies to think about, to hear about, does this work for me? Try it. See if it works for you. Like, look at you had never thought of that. And maybe that's going to be an amazing new thing that works in your household for this time. And for me, it just didn't at the time when I tried it. Maybe it would be different now because I have teenagers that wear like two outfits a day. I was going to say, it sounds like there might be two. Like, I don't even, this is terrible that I'm admitting this, but I definitely don't even sort my laundry. (laughs) It's all going in there and it's all coming out. And if it's a little bit like faded, then we're just going to work with it. So it works in my family because we're just tossing it in there anyway. And so it's just going to (laughs) like go on rotation. Um, But I can see, like you said, there's just, I mean, when it comes to this time management thing, I'm, I'm really liking it because it's like, all that I expect of you, if you were to come into my, my bubble and want, like ask me to help you with your ca- calendar, I'm going to sh- tell you about like the rock analogy. I'm going to help you get those big rocks on there. And maybe even that those pebbles in the sand, you get to pick what water goes in there and like put the bow on there. But essentially, as long as you have the most important things figured out on your day, how you tackle it might be different. But yeah. knowing what you're going to get done is it just opens your mind up and and like just gives your brain so much more safety than just trying to fly by the seat of your pants like I've done in the past. Yeah, I definitely. And I mean, and I still have days where I fly by the seat of my pants. I'm pretty sure I told you I was going to do something earlier this week when I was like, I'm in my office all day today by myself. I'm going to get A and B done for our what we do together. And I did not do that thing. I, I thought <laughs> I was going to, but I had... I put more things on my list than I actually had time to do in that day, which I tend to do. I overestimate the amount I can get done and the amount of time I have as a general rule all of the time. But knowing that about myself, I also usually can kind of, I see it coming a bit, yeah. you know, because I'm I'm old now. I've been doing that a long time to myself. <laughs> so, but that being said, it's, you know, again, it's like, I didn't beat myself up. I'm like, cool, it's not an emergency. That thing didn't happen, have to happen today. It wasn't a big rock. It was actually probably right. a sand. It probably, it's like, cool, that can get done, but it is not an emergency to have that thing done. So exactly, um, really yeah. getting clear on like the things that need to happen. Everyone needs to eat. You know, people probably need to bathe a couple times a week. <laughs> I don't know what point. everyone, you know, everyone's different. Um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to schedule that. I got to schedule those in. But yeah. It's it's like if I don't, you know, write a blog post this week, the people on the internet aren't coming to my house to like find out why I didn't write blog posts. There's no one waiting. You know, like we actually put a pin in this podcast for quite some time, um, you know, for several weeks because I needed a break and we didn't announce it. Like I'm, you know, it's like we just did what we needed to do. We adapted, we changed, and here we are now back showing back up. So I think we're the living example of exactly what we're talking about. Um 
you know, your business and your family life and your personal development are here for you. They're here. Like it's the life that you're living, the life that you're choosing. Um, it's not happening to you. It's, it's for you. It's all about you. So I think keeping that in mind can be really, really helpful when you're thinking about something as boring as scheduling and calendars, even though they make me excited. (laughs) I'm coming um, around to it. I, I now have done, if you had talked to me a couple of years ago, I'd be like, I, I can't even believe that. I actually picked this topic, which is pretty surprising, honestly. <laughs> but um, I also just wanted to say too, of like that person who does, because Casey, you made such a good point of like, it's a big, I mean, it wasn't even us. It was sand. Like it wasn't that important. And yeah. I feel like that's where some of the overwhelm comes from is feeling like those rocks, those sand, those pebbles of the water are all important and there's you know there's i know i've been there in that season of like everything feels important i have to do it right now and that's obviously just like not one sustainable or too realistic and so you know at the very least if you leave this podcast with nothing else i hope it's that you would start to organize your life in a way where you can identify the most important parts of your life yeah and break it down all the way from you know what's going to fill your jar up the most then fill in the 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 rest of the jar until it feels like a complete picture that you're you know like looking to create. Yeah, I think that's that's perfect. Um, and I think that just kind of segues into the idea of something that we talked about. Um, making sure that we we spoke about today is around like the and we talked about it a little bit already, but like the season that you're in is going to dictate what the important things are. So you're you're figuring that out now, right? You're figuring out your jar and all the parts of it. But that could be different a month from now, six months from now, a year from now. And it it more often than not, it will be. Um, you know, and your jar is different than mine, just based right. on, you know, our ages, where we live in the country, what's the weather, what are the ages of our children? What are we, what right. kind of relationships do we have? How much family help you have? I mean, you know what I mean? Like there are all these reasons. And each season looks a little bit different and understanding where you're coming from helps you then understand your rocks. And then it helps you to create that predictability in your schedule, in your area, in your, you know, um, like I use the example of a blog post. It's like, I have, you know, let my, my blog post on my website fall off for quite a bit of time because I just didn't have the time to, to put to them. And it's yeah. on deck for me in 2024 to be more intentional about that space because I actually like to do it. Um, yeah. And it was getting pushed off by things I actually don't like to do. So in my business. And so like readjusting um, based on the season that I'm in right now in what has become important to me um, yeah. based on some things that have happened to me in 2023, I'm now going to focus more energy on certain things right so and it helps to create that predictability like if i i think before i was trying to write you know um two blog posts a month and it's just like a lot it's just a lot right. of writing that's a lot of time but again i like to overcommit to myself so <laughs> so now that i kind of and i've even done it this week like i'm back at certain things this week that i had been you know taking a break from and i've already overcommitted and had to dial it back but i mean I just laugh at myself. I'm just like, oh, there I see that I'm doing it again. But now I can like quickly adjust and quickly be like, so these things have to, they don't work. This has to go. You know what I mean? Based on my needs and my priorities, my jar, 
and making my life as predictable and easy as possible. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it totally does. And this is definitely a topic we're going to talk about later. But mentioning the fact that you should pay attention to doing things because you feel like you should do it a certain way and doing things because you like that is what fits in your season the most um and so we don't have to go super big at because that's like a whole we could spend a whole other episode yeah. on that alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but there is that sense of like if you find yourself figuring out this whole calendar thing and you're really struggling i would argue it's because you have a lot of shoulds in your calendar you have a lot of i should be doing this yeah in this way at this time and there's literally no part of your life that should go a certain way <laughs> there's no like you might have that expectation or someone else has put an expectation on you but you get to decide what your days look like no one else does and so just kind of like taking back the power of your schedule and like using these tips and tricks to build it out and and create that that win that you're looking for is yeah i just you made so many good points there casey yeah, thanks. I think I think this has been hopefully been helpful for for the listeners and we'll probably like wrap it up a little bit there and put a bow on it, but essentially um you know just to kind of like recap a little bit um getting clear on this this is what I'd like you to leave the episode with like kind of what you just said is like getting clear on what are your big rocks? What are the most important things, the must have, the must do's, the things that you cannot skip um is a good place to start, right? And then the rest of it kind of filters in. Maybe we can leave it in the um, in the community. We can leave a, a visual of the um, jar idea that will kind of explain it. Um, because, you know, don't be afraid of scheduling. That's what we talked about. You're scheduling so that you can win your day. It's not meant to constrain you and force you to do anything. It's meant to help you get clarity on what's making you happy and what works for you in this season. So um, hopefully this episode has helped you with some ideas to create more predictability in your um, schedule. So question of the day, we, we, I think we've probably forgotten those a few times. So we're, we're going to make sure we're going to include those in 2024, you guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm prioritizing that in because I love them. Um, so question of the day for this week is, which smell do I prefer? The smell of A, fish and chips, B, a real fir tree, or C, like sunblock? I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> All, the first thing I thought it was definitely not A. <laughs> yeah. But some people like fried foods. Like they're like, ooh, yeah. fried foods. Yeah. Maybe just the pregnant me is like, <laughs> <laughs> but probably a fern tree. That's mine too. It's like, I love the smell of the forest as a general statement. And fir trees are just like, Christmas all day. I'm here for right. it. I'm here for <laughs> it. So if you guys want to leave us your answer, I'll drop that in the um, community group and you can let us know which is your favorite smell. Make sure to join us over in our community group and hit the su- subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. Next week, we'll be chatting about how the state of the physical space can influence your ability to GSD <laughs> <laughs> or get stuff done. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mama, that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here with us again this week. Before you go, please make sure you hit that follow button so you get notified of all the new episodes that are coming up and head on over to the Thriving Mompreneurs Facebook community and join us there. In our thriving community, you will be connected with other business and family-minded mamas looking to feel fulfilled and energized within their lives 
and you will be able to start implementing some of the tools we talked about right here on this podcast with some amazing accountability. All right, mama, we will see you at the same time, same place next week. And remember, you were made to thrive. See you next time.